0: Welcome to That's Good Sports, I am Brandon, I just want somebody to want to trade for me, Perna. I thought today would be a quiet day in the NFL, I thought the only piece of significant news would be discussing just how hard the officials fucked the Lions but the LA Rams had other plans, primarily to ruin my evening. They went and traded corner Marcus Peters for a linebacker and then traded for Jaguars corner Jalen Ramsey, who found some of that miracle spring water. Powerful miracle spring water. I see money being released. God knows where your money's at. Everybody wants that miracle spring water. Woo, and now his back is not pregnant. And he is probable to play Sunday. What do these trades mean for the Rams, Ravens, and Jags? We'll figure it out. That's good sports. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good. Talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy, but it's not hard either, just like you. Usually, we just brush it off or blame ourselves, saying things like, I lost my mojo, or we avoid it altogether with excuses like, I had a long day at work. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about with a real doctor who can prescribe you real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED all from the privacy of your home. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with... Free two-day shipping. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash BlueWire and complete an online visit. Again, just go to GetRoman.com slash BlueWire to get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's Roman.com slash BlueWire for a free visit to get started. GetRoman.com slash BlueWire. Hey, and if you wished... Growing up that your parents had traded you to a better family, subscribe to this YouTube channel for continued football coverage. Now the Rams tweeted today that you can't spell Ramsey without Rams. Well, you can't spell Jalen without Ale, which you must have drank fucking gallons of to give up two first rounders for him. There's a certain way of doing things in the NFL, and the Los Angeles Rams over the last two to three years have ignored those unwritten rules and are blowing shit up by going all in with a full house of bombs to blow the whole riverboat up sorry ron rivera i kind of love what the rams are doing though they are mostly giving away all of their first round draft picks like halloween candy timely reference just to have another chance at losing to the patriots in the super bowl uh, but let's start at the beginning of this day with the Marcus Peters trade. Rams corner Akeem Talib was placed on IR Monday with fractured ribs. Fracturing ribs is also what Wade Phillips calls barbecue night at the Rams headquarters. With Talib on IR, I guess the Rams thought one average corner is worse than none. That's why they traded Marcus Peters to the Ravens for a 2020 fifth round draft pick and linebacker Kenny Young. If only the boomer bust Marcus Peters could predict a route like he does the weather. the weather doing good, man. We got a big waves over here, little waves over here. How do you know to be like one, two,
1: see? He can play
0: football, but the weather's a little challenging. (laughs) The forecast in Baltimore? Cloudy, with the chance of Earl Thomas also not covering his man. Now, Kenny Young is a linebacker who the Rams were high on and a guy who has a lot of potential and a Wade Phillips defense. He's in his second season coming out of Baltimore, is a good tackler, and should benefit from playing next to Corey Littleton. Trading away Peters, despite his tendency to give up big plays, didn't make any sense with an injured Talib, leaving just Nickel Roby Coleman, the easiest corner to remember is a nickel corner, in Troy Hill. Troy Hill is, of course, where Brad Pitt dies in the movie Troy. Now, Marcus Peters is sort of known for his issues with authority, which is primarily why sports authority went out of business. Now, I still think Marcus Peters is a good corner if he's not asked to be the number one guy. When you're winning, he's only the most prolific interception machine the NFL has seen since Deion Sanders. Or Baker Mayfield. The Baltimore Ravens defense is struggling. Fuck, that's that's a weird thing to say. But they are, and it's primarily because they let all of their best defenders walk in free agency. However, they have one pretty good corner in Marlon Humphrey, which is what Marcus Peters needs to be effective. Assuming injuries aren't contagious, Peters should be fine in Baltimore. If they are contagious, he should get vaccinated so he doesn't become the seventh member of the secondary to go on IR. The Ravens then are basically one Jimmy Smith getting healthy away from possibly having a pretty good secondary. Especially if Earl Thomas keeps almost murdering quarterbacks. Unintentionally. Now, the Rams also traded with the Browns, giving up a 2021 20, fifth round draft pick for center Austin Corbett. <laughs> it's really nice to see the Browns give away another offensive lineman. You know, just the weakest part of their team after quarterback and head coach. The Browns, though, are now the hot name as the team who may make a play for Washington, disgruntled Washington tackle Trent Williams. The trade deadline is in like two weeks, and Dan Snyder is just realizing how much having a high-value player who refuses to play for your god-awful team doesn't help make that team better. Now everything came together when the Rams also traded for Jalen Ramsey, giving up two first-round picks and a fourth-rounder, replacing two corners with one corner. That genius Sean McVay always ahead of the game. He knows it's only a matter of time before the NFL makes having two corners illegal anyway. So picking up Ramsey and shipping off Peters is a savvy move. A such a, a such a McVay savvy move. McVay likes his receivers humble and his corners sassy again he's playing nintendo while everyone else is playing whittle a stick until it's smooth enough to shove up your ass for pleasure it's not like he needs those first rounders anyway he's got jared goff who is a quarterback right now the rams are on pace to not have a first round draft pick until the year 2022 that would give them a streak of five years without a first rounder is Jalen Ramsey worth two first-rounders? For the Jags, yes, <laughs> unless college football currently has zero guys who play the position of corner. Then this is a bad move for the Jags. This would indicate, though, that the Rams believe they can win a Super Bowl now and that their biggest hurdle in doing so is having a defense tied for eighth worst with the Browns, giving up 25.7 points per game and not a quarterback with seven touchdowns and seven interceptions. Now I like Jalen Ramsey, and I think he will play better in man coverage as Wade Phillips will deploy him, and he's a suitable replacement for Akib to leave. But this seems like a desperate move by the Rams. Ramsey has two years left on his rookie contract, including a uh, his fifth-year option. If LA does not sign him to a new deal, he could be gone after two seasons which might not be a stretch for a guy who showed up to training camp in an armored Brinks truck if L.A. doesn't overpay for him. As much as I like Ramsey, he is an idiot for leaving Gardner Minshew, even if Minshew never wins another game at QB. Oddly, when Ramsey insulted the majority of quarterbacks in the NFL, he said this about Jared Goff. He's average to above average. For what his team asked him to do, yeah, he's good. That's so 2018 Jalen, though. Jalen's more into insulting his coaches now. huh? There's there's going to be a lot of pressure on Ramsey to perform like a top-five corner, which actually might be pretty easy considering L.A. plays the Bengals, Steelers, Bears, and Cardinals twice. The Rams are 3-3 and and look exactly like the third-best team in the NFC West, mainly because, you know, everyone is now beating Goff. I had to bring it back. I just had to. Then finally, Michael Bennett was suspended by the New England Patriots for conduct detrimental to the team after he was witnessed getting into an argument with an angry drunk fan. Oh no, I'm sorry, that's not a drunk fan. That's Patriots defensive line coach, Brett Bilema. Belemia, Bilema. Brett. We're gonna call him Brett. Drunk Brett. When asked to comment on the altercation, Brett says he doesn't remember because he was, quote, blackout drunk. Michael Bennett, however, claims that the altercation never happened and that Brett targeted him because he's an asshole, which is profiling and profiling is wrong. And in his defense, all of the Patriots are assholes, so he, he may have a point. My only serious question here is, what do the New England Patriots consider conduct detrimental to the team? I know it's not fucking sex slaves, or calling other NFL GMs bitch crackers, or rape allegations, unless those rape allegations are followed by threats to the victim by a player dumb enough to text said threats in a group message. So either Michael Bennett snuck into Tom Brady's office and borrowed his Blood Boy without asking, or he said Eli Manning's name in front of Bill Belichick. If he had just lied, cheated, been involved in a police sting, he would be playing this weekend. That's all I know. God wants to touch you right now. Thanks for watching another episode of That's Good Sports Trade Extravaganza. Holy shit, I can't believe this stuff keeps happening. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, at Brandon Perna, If you want to follow me there and make sure you follow at TJ Carpenter Show for helping me with some of the writing in today's episode of this show. Oh, yeah. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football, that's good.